Hey yoga teacher, now is the time to make a much bigger impact in the world. You're listening to The Yogipreneur, a podcast for entrepreneurial yoga teachers who want to stop the hustle and overwhelm and instead create more income, freedom and success. I'm your host, Kelly McHugh, founder of Digital Yoga Academy, and I'm sharing business and marketing strategies to grow your community in a way that makes it easy to take action today. I believe that you have a unique message to share that your people need to hear. So let's get to it. So welcome everyone to the weekly live yoga biz coaching and training with me, Kelly McHugh. I'm the founder of Digital Yoga Academy and I'm here every week. Thank you for joining me. Today I'm talking about how to create and craft an offering that your ideal students love. Okay, so that's what I'm talking about today. So this is about you know what you're putting out there into the world. So the classes and the style of yoga that you teach, the workshops that you create, the retreat experiences that you craft, and also the online courses that you put out there and launch. So that's what I mean when I say the word offering. And the reason that I'm talking about this today is because lots of yoga teachers struggle with this. Okay, lots of yoga teachers struggle with this. So as I talk through this, just see if this feels like you. Yeah, lots of teachers are struggling with this and they struggle with really kind of tapping into, you know, their true purpose and what they're meant to put out there. And also they struggle with finding a process um, to actually create and craft something that's going to be well received by their community. And What this can result in is classes, workshops, retreats that don't fill up, okay? That's what it can result in. So today, I want to give you some really practical tools and strategies that you can implement if you're struggling with this too. I'm hearing more and more, especially with teachers that I'm in my coaching groups or just in the Facebook community, in the the Facebook group, I'm hearing more and more from teachers who are hustling, and they're they're feeling burnt out and you know they actually end up starting their week kind of dreading teaching and what's to come because they're quite exhausted and if you're in the Facebook group you'll see that earlier on today I shared a an article by Yoga Journal um, which was only from a few weeks ago about yoga teacher burnout so it is a real thing guys and maybe you relate to this yourself right now maybe not but it is the reality for many yoga teachers so if it's something that you're dealing with and you're kind of feeling a little bit like that or you feel like you're moving towards that then um then yeah, I've, I've got an important message for you today. So I want you to um, listen into what I'm sharing today. And my aim really is to um, is for you to just take a step back because sometimes we need to take a step back before we can move forward, okay? And the truth is this, okay? The truth is this. If you are not super clear about, and if you've got a pen and paper, write this down. If you're not super clear about what you have to offer, who your ideal students are, what your niche is, 
what your message is and why people should practice with you and why people should hire you as their yoga teacher. You know, if you haven't got these, um, these foundational parts in your business, and these really are the foundational parts that your business should be built on, well, hustle is really going to be the name of the game if you don't know this stuff, if you don't have the answers to these things. And honestly, I really do feel like, and I'm guilty of this, I put my hand up, I really do feel like we need to stop throwing that word around, like we're proud of it, you know, the hustle, hustle. We need to stop throwing that word around. We need to stop focusing on the word hustle and we need to instead focus on the, on alignment. And it's not just alignment on the mat, it's alignment in our business. And honestly, when you are in alignment, when you know those things that I just spoke about, you know, what you have to offer, who your ideal students are, what your niche is, what your message is, when you know this and you're in alignment with, with your purpose, everything flows, everything flows as it should. So let me know if this is kind of resonating, if this kind of feels, you know, something that maybe you're going through or something, <laughs> something that, um, you know, maybe you're starting to feel a little bit burnt out. But I want you to just ask yourself that, ask yourself that question now. Like, am I hustling at the minute? Am I close to burnout? You know, am I where I want to be? And I ask myself these things too, right? I ask myself, I have to, you have to check in with yourself all the time because sometimes we get so caught up in what we're doing and then we do end up burning out. So it's really important to ask yourself these questions. And really it's about helping you to um, build the foundations of your business because I want you to feel really strong and just confident in the direction that you're going no yoga teacher should be hustling. No yoga teacher should be hustling. And when you are super clear on who you're serving and what you have to offer, alignment is the name of the game. It's not hustle. I want you to speak to your students and I want you to find out more about them, okay? Because that's really the first step to crafting your offering, which is what we're talking about today, okay? So you know all the experiences such as your retreats and your online programs, you know, how you put those together and what the elements are and what you're offering to your students, what transformation you're offering. And um, really, you know, defining your offering is so much easier when you've already spent the time to understand your ideal student and what your niche is, okay? So that's where you have to start. That's where, really where you have to start, okay? So it's really important that you have like a clear, a clear understanding or a clear idea of who you are as a teacher, you know, what you're passionate about, what kind of teacher you want to be, because it's super hard to create and craft, and craft something if you don't have a clear identity of, um, you know, not just your ideal students, but also your identity as a yoga teacher. Um, so this really is foundational stuff. It's, you know, what your business and what you put out there should be, should be based on, should be built on. So just give me a little yes or a no. If you feel like you've kind of cracked or nailed this stuff already or whether you feel like it's something that you need to be working on. My goal here is to encourage you just to take a step back, revisit all of this stuff, or maybe it's visiting it for the first time and that's okay as well. I take a step back before we can actually move forward in creating offerings that are really going to resonate with our um, 
are really going to resonate with our audience so that we can really fill our classes, fill our workshops, fill our retreats. Okay. And, you know, I, I feel that um, most, most yoga teachers tend to play it safe. And I think, you know, that's quite common. So that's totally fine. You know, th that's where we start, right? Most teachers tend to, to play it safe. And the mistake here is thinking that we can cater to everyone, yeah, yoga is for everyone and yoga is for everyone. Yoga is for everyone. But your job as a yoga teacher is to tap into a specific type of student with specific needs. Yeah. And when you try to cater to everyone, the result of this actually is that the message is unclear. OK, the message is unclear and you actually end up serving no one because there's a lot of noise going on around us. Think about your social media feeds. There's a lot of messages that we're being bombarded with. So if you can be really specific about who you're trying to target and you have a really clear, specific message for that person, you have more chance of cutting through that noise. Okay. And when you try to create and offer something that's going to cater to everyone you really don't have a clear message it's unclear you end up serving no one <clears throat> so if you want to be well known for something you really do need to narrow in and focus on that specific type of student with a specific need and then what happens is that you create and craft an offering around that specific type of student with a specific need. Does that make sense, guys? Give me a thumbs up or give me some love if this is making sense to you. Martina says, says sometimes I do. I think this is in relation to um, knowing what your, your identity as a teacher, right? But then other times I don't. It's like, no, yeah, of course, of course it's normal. Of course it's normal. This is all a process, okay? This is all a process. Of course, it's normal. You know, we're all learning. We're all learning. And, you know, I know that you didn't do your teacher training to become a business expert. You didn't do your yoga teacher training to, to you know, be an expert in business. And that's why, you know, I'm really passionate about helping you guys to, to learn this stuff because, you know, there is a gap there. There is a gap there in the knowledge. And so don't expect that you have to come into this knowing everything. It's all about learning as you go along. And it is a process. So once you've worked, done the work, so I do want you to do the work on finding out who your ideal student is, okay? You have to do the work, okay? So, you know, you might, you might have come into teaching without any business and marketing skills, and that's fine. But now you have the opportunity to start learning this stuff. And I really try to break it down as easy as possible for you, okay? So do the work, guys. Do the work. And then it's time to start getting clear on your offering once you've done the work, okay? So you might be asking now, how do I get clear on my offering? Okay, so I'm going to share with you. I'm going to share with you three steps that you can take to really uncover your your offering and what you're putting out there so the first thing that i want you to do is i want you to reflect okay i want you to reflect on how you're currently teaching and the classes that you teach or the classes and workshops that you've taught in the past just really spend some time thinking about them what did you most enjoy about those classes okay what did you most enjoy from teaching those classes 
are there any specific classes or events, okay, or it could even be people that you've worked with, where you really felt alive, like you really felt, you know, just, just buzzing, yeah, are there any classes or events that you've come away from it, and you were buzzing from it, and you just really felt alive, the energy was flowing, and you just really felt like, wow, that was a really, you felt aligned, that's the word, isn't it, you felt aligned with what you were teaching, and the people who were there to be taught, so really start to think about those instances, and see if you can discover any characteristics, maybe around what you actually did, but also characteristics of the people that attended. Okay, so I want you to really kind of do some reflection on this. It's really important. And, um, you know, maybe if you're completely new to teaching and maybe you might not even taught a class before, reflect on your personal yoga practice. Okay, reflect on your personal yoga practice. But what I want you to do here is just reflect on what you like to offer or what you like to do yourself. Okay, and um, do whatever it takes for your reflection. You know, journal, meditate, think about a specific part of your yoga teaching or your personal practice that really gets you fired up. Okay, so you know, is it that you're living for philosophy or you know is like anatomy or yoga therapy your passion okay because then you can start to begin to map out your relationship with these topics and it really helps you to start to build that picture of who you are as a teacher so your identity what we spoke about before Okay, so just take some time to reflect, first of all. And ultimately, you're going inwards here. I want you to go inwards, tap into your intuition, tap into your authentic deep self, and just ask yourself, what kind of yoga teacher am I? What kind of yoga teacher am I? So write this down, guys. If you've got a pen and paper, we're going to reflect on what kind of yoga teacher am I? Okay, perfect. And then the next step... The next step is we want to brainstorm, okay? So these are simple steps, but ask yourself, have you done this? Have you done this before? Chances are you probably haven't, okay? So I'm here with a little reminder of these steps of what to do. So reflect, first of all, step two, brainstorm. So I want you just to really go on and brainstorm some ideas related to anything. It can be related to your yoga practice, it can be related to um, your how you teach, but also your other passions here, okay? So brainstorm some ideas, <clears throat> specifically related to your other passions in life. Yeah, so you might be thinking, well, what's that got to do with everything? What's my other passions in life got to do with my yoga offering? The goal here really is to really love from the bottom of your heart what you're putting out there in the world, okay? So you can really do it with passion. That's the goal is to for your offering to be something that you love from the bottom of your heart okay so for the first part of the brainstorm i want you to think about your hobbies your interests your passions the things that you do in your free time what inspires you who inspires you what's influenced your life you know what has shaped who you are okay write all of these things down first of all Okay, write them all down, all of those things. Do you want me to talk through them again? So your hobbies, what your interests, what you're interested in, your passions, the things that you do in life, 
in your free time? What inspires you? Who inspires you? We're just doing a brainstorm here. So you're just going to free write. And then that brainstorm is really going to help you to um, do the second part of the brainstorm, which is to write down all of the ideas for what you can offer in your yoga business. Because actually the first part of the brainstorm is going to, is going to inspire the second part of the brainstorm. Can you see how this is coming together? The second part of the brainstorm is to write down all of the ideas for what, <laughs> for what you can offer in your yoga business, okay? And as you do this, what will happen is you'll start to see which offerings that you're writing down, all of those ideas for your yoga business, you'll start to see which offerings are aligned with the things you're passionate about, with the things you're passionate about. So you'll start to see the things, those things align. Okay, so you're going to have some pretty good ideas by this point, guys. <laughs> and the next part, which is step three, the final part, is to validate those ideas, is to validate those ideas. Because one of the biggest mistakes you can make is to look at your sheet of paper and say, whoa, that's it. That's the thing that I'm going to offer. It matches my passions. I'm going to offer this thing. I'm going to spend all my time working on that thing and putting it out there in the world, spending all your time and energy and perhaps money and then putting it out there and no one wants it because you didn't spend time to validate it. So I hope by this point on your brainstorm sheet, you're going to have lots of ideas and there'll maybe be two or three ideas that really stand out to you. And so what I want you to do is I want you to validate it with your students before you start spending time, energy, money on putting that offering together. So let me know, guys, have any of you done this type of thing before? Have any of you spent time validating what you put out there? Maybe tell me what you've done if you have spoke to your students. Have you actually done this step? You know, say, for instance, if you've crafted a retreat experience, have you, when you've put together all the things that you're going to do, you know, maybe you're going to offer stand-up paddleboarding or maybe you're going to go on a specific boat trip or whatever it might be, and or perhaps you've got a theme that you're putting together for the retreat. Have you spent time to actually go out to your existing students in your community and just run those ideas past them to get some feedback? Because quite often this is a missing part of the process, a missing step that we miss out. So I want you to, in step three, I want you to validate, okay? So, you know, even by this point, if you've got a pretty good idea as to what you want to offer to your ideal students, okay, even if you've got a pretty good idea, I want you to validate your ideas so that you can, because it's going to help you to refine them as well, okay? And you're going to become more confident that what you're putting out there is going to be well received. You're not in this on your own, okay? You're not alone in this. So, and the great thing about this part is that when you're incredibly confident about creating something new, okay, that you're going to offer your students, such as a new retreat or an online course, and you know that your students actually want it and they need it, it's a totally different kind of experience. It really is. 
So I'm just having a look at the comments coming in. So Vicky, hey Vicky, thank you for joining. She says, I've developed two ideas for workshops and then asked students if either of those um, ideas would be of interest and service to them. Invaluable. Exactly. Invaluable. And how did you feel afterwards when you got that feedback and you just kind of knew, yes, yeah, so people want this. It just makes it makes the experience completely different because you feel more confident when you're putting it out there. OK. And, you know, sometimes when you ideas on paper can look really great, but then when you actually put them out there or you try to, you know, create them, logistically they might not make sense or they just don't deliver okay so I really want you to validate your ideas and you can do it in a number of different ways you can create a survey okay and if you watch these trainings with me each week you'll know I talk about surveys quite a lot you could create a survey survey monkey is a free tool online tool I use surveys in my business all the time uh, particularly in the concept stage particularly in the concept stage for a new idea, okay? And so you can use lots of different questions to dig deep and, you know, just find out find out if your ideas are valid, but also explore the challenges that your students are having or facing right now and how your idea can actually solve that challenge, okay? Because people buy things for transformation. That's why people buy they buy things for a transformation. Think about your own behavior. Why do you buy things? So if you can provide some kind of transformation in your work, in your workshop or in your retreat, and you know that transformation is going to solve a particular problem that your ideal students are having, then that's when the magic starts to happen. Okay, that's when you're going to fill up your workshops and retreats. So dig deep and just use this survey to, hey Dylan, use the survey to really kind of dig into this stuff with your students and just find out what they're facing. But the goal really of your survey is to establish if your idea is going to help people, help your students in some way. So is it going to meet their needs and, um, you know, is it, is it what they really need right now? But also how's it going to help them to overcome that challenge, which I already spoke about. Okay, so are we on board with that? Let's have a look in the Facebook group. Are we going to use some surveys? So Martina says, I do workshops and have had feedback after to say they love it, but never before. Yeah, exactly. So, so exactly. So if you're already used to asking for feedback, this is simply just using that process before you start to put things out there. So we're asking them some questions. Okay. And from this survey, we're going to determine whether our idea is a great idea or not. Okay. And, um, you know, if you want to go one step further, if you really, you know, if you're really putting something out there that maybe is a higher price, such as a, <clears throat> a retreat or a teacher training or, you know, maybe an online course, then you can go a step further in validating your ideas and you can actually set up some phone calls or some meetups with some of your regular students and start to have a little bit more of an in-depth conversation face-to-face -face with them, okay? Um, and that's really going to help. That's really going to help. I go through this process when I put my online programs, which are for yoga teachers like you guys, when I put my online programs together, I go through all of these steps. I, I set up course calls is what I call them. <clears throat> I do a survey. 
I'm asking questions in my Facebook group, I'm doing polls, I'm on Instagram doing polls and questions. So I'm using all of the different tools that are available to me to really gather feedback from people so that I know with confidence that what I'm going to put out there is something that A, is going to um, you know, solve a problem, so it's going to really help with the transformation that my students are, are wanting, and it's something that they actually need right now in this step in their or this part of their journey uh, to building their business okay so it's really important really important I wouldn't be sharing these things with you unless I'm doing them myself okay and I know that I've had success with them and as you go through this process guys you'll start to craft your offering which is what today's training has been all about it's all about creating and crafting an offering that your ideal students are going to love okay and, you know, this offering that you've just crafted is really, it's unique. And it's for your ideal students and the niche that you're working in. Just going back to basics, we're just taking a step back so that we can move forward with ease. And it's really about answering those questions. You know, who are we serving? What are we offering? What's our message? What's our offering? The foundational elements that we build our business on. Okay. So any questions coming through about what I've shared today? Oh, thank you, Dylan. <laughs> Dylan says, thanks for all that you do and share, Kelly. You're awesome. We love you. I love you too. <laughs> I love all of you guys. Thank you so much for joining me every week. I really love to have you here with me. And if you're not on my email list, head over to digitalyogaacademy.com. Um, hop into the group if you have any questions. And I'll see you all soon. Okay, take care. Bye. Bye, guys. You've been listening to the Yogipreneur podcast brought to you by Digital Yoga Academy, the leader in business and marketing education for yoga teachers worldwide. And if you loved what you learned today, please subscribe, rate and give us a review. And remember that learning is nothing without taking action. So join the Success Club, our monthly membership of online trainings, where you can get access for an entire month for free. Go to digitalyogaacademy.com forward slash success club.